Welcome, everyone, to the Jake Dunlap Show. This is your weekly dose of real success stories from entrepreneurs, athletes, celebrities, CEOs, and the people that you love. If you've ever wondered what makes people tick, what are the weird things that happened to them in their past that helped to shape the people that they've became? Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, you can tune in and get exactly that. The behind, behind the scenes, not the typical behind the scenes, but the real stories that shaped some of the people that you know, love, and follow. So today, I'm going to give you my playbook on how to hire exceptional sales leaders, manager to VP, and the flip then of that is how do you, how do you become one of those roles faster? How did I move from working in the company for four years to Glassdoor to where I'm sitting next to, I've got Rich Barton in the boardroom here. If you guys don't know who Rich Barton is, if you watch the Uber movie, Rich founded Expedia, he founded Zillow, he founded a couple of Glassdoor original founder. I've got Bill Gurley. Bill Gurley's all over that Uber movie. He invested in Uber. Bill Gurley's invested in everyone. The guy's like, Eight, eight feet tall or something. I was in that boardroom at age 31. <laughs> and right, I didn't know it at the time of like, like who, like what, what, like the importance of that to like our success, but it was helpful. But I'm going to tell you how I got there and how, again, I started to reverse engineer the things that I needed to do today to put myself in that situation. So let's jump into it. And again, I'm going to talk about this, like, you know, from a, from a high level first. So the characteristics of someone that you're going to want to hire is someone, and I'm going to give you kind of three quick tactical. It's someone who already potentially, they either have the playbook for the next level or they have enough of it to where you know that they can make it repeatable, right? So that number one, the number one thing you look for in a sales leader is a repeatable system or process, okay? Number two, and again, and I'm talking about this different Right? This is 10 years ago, whenever I was my, a first-time VP of sales. Let's fast forward. Okay, Today, I'm going to put number two at sales technology. As a VP of sales, I need to know how these technology and systems work. So when my board comes to me and says, Jake, look, you got to do more with less, right? which a lot of people have heard that spiel lately. I could say, okay, let's go. I don't need to hire 45 people this year to hit my number. I need to hire 10. And then I've got my tech stack set up here. I've got these other partners like Scaled that I can work with on this other thing that are going to put together my RevOps system for me, etc. So I need to understand the tech stack so I can do more with less. If you don't know how to do more with less, how can you scale and hit the revenue goals? You can't, Okay. All right, so I'm going to give you number three. Number three, build your network of people, hear me out, that aren't like a baby, like an older brother. They're people who have been at least two steps ahead. So it's okay if maybe they're in that role now. You need people who can help you see around corners. So again, what you want to look for if I'm hiring great sales leaders is those three things today. Number one, do they have the playbook? Do they have a version of the system for what we're trying to build now and maybe a hint at the one for tomorrow? Number two, do they understand? If I ask them, hey, we need to still achieve revenue targets. I've cut your, your, your head count by 50%. What are ways that we can get there? All right, let's go, right? Number three, have they already started investing in themselves by, by surrounding themselves or they know their own limitations? 
to where they know that they're going to need to be able to, to do that. So those are my big three, okay? But I'm going to break this down real quick here over the next like seven, eight minutes. And I'm going to talk about frontline managers, directors, and VP. In a frontline manager, here are the things that I'm looking for. So obviously, they, they've got a frontline manager, not quite as much a director and VP, man, mandatory. They have to have those three things, mandatory, okay? So again, if you're out there, you're trying to hire that first VP or director even, uh, those are the three things you have to be looking for, okay? And so therefore, hey, all my people out there, do you have those skills? Do you have a repeatable, documented process for how you generate that, that, might, that will probably work across teams? Do you know enough about sales technology to be dangerous to where you know how to do more with less? Have you started to build your network of people that you can rely on who have been, been to the mountaintop that you want to climb on and then have maybe been to the next mountaintop, but now are somewhere else, okay? If you don't have those three things as a director of VP, mm, mm, I'm going to go find someone who has them, okay? Frontline managers, slightly different, okay? Um, a frontline manager, I'm going to call out a couple of like non-negotiables. I want someone who knows how to build trust with their people. And you build trust by being very good at what you do. You don't have to be the best seller. You just have to be good. Okay. And two, you understand what motivates the individual. When I look for frontline managers, I want people who understand. And I, and I was not very good at this when I first started in, leader, in, in leadership. I'll be very honest. Um, I kind of overly managed people to my process. And um, we still crushed it. But I think it, it caused a lot of heartburn for people. Um, so I would say that's one of the most important things. I want someone who understands that each person, you know, we all are motivated by like, there's some similarities, but with this person, I push buttons one and three. With this per person, I push button two. With this person, I push buttons four or five, right? And there's all like, you know, mutations. There's not like infinite things. Um, so I want somebody who knows how to get to the heart of that and build trust. Um, number two, I want someone who understands how to look at the metrics and come up with smart solutions to problems. I don't need a manager who shows up for a pipeline meeting and says, guys, we need to do more activity. Um, hey, uh, hey, everyone, um, we're missing quota. I don't need the raw, raw guy, like guy or woman. Like, mm, like they're, it's, it's, it can be helpful at times, but I need someone who can look at the data and say, mm, okay, what, what do we need to do? What do we need to change? I look for that beginning, that kernel of like, you're not coming to me with a problem. You're coming to me with a solution as your director or your VP or your CRO or CEO. So frontline managers, think about that. If you want to be a frontline manager or if you're hiring for a frontline manager, does this person know how to build trust? And do they know how to, again, look at, num look at data and come up with unique ways to solve problems, right? I don't need them to be, a, you know, I don't know. They're not solving, you know, this isn't rocket science, but I need them to be able to think of different ways other than just more. If I have a sales leader who's like, hey, you're behind on numbers. Um, it's, you know, you, you've got, you know, for the quarter, there's eight weeks left. I don't need a sales leader who's going to say, we're going to do, a, a, we're gonna do a, a contest to see who could do the most activities. Yuck. Yuck. No, I do not need that sales leader. That's the old school sales leader who's, who's not successful today. Okay, for a director, what do I look for? And again, this is, again, I'm, I'm going to generalize a little bit here. But for a director, I look for those things. They know how to build trust, right? They know how to look at and come up with unique solutions. The extra layer is this person knows how to remove themselves more and more and more from situations. What do I mean by that? This person knows 
I can't skip level. I have to be able to, you know, I, I can skip level, you know, checking in, how are things going? But instead, I don't jump in and do. I think as a frontline manager, by the way, that's not necessarily best practice for a frontline manager either. But I think with great directors, they're not aloof. Because let me tell you this, there's a lot of directors who look like they're good on paper because they're like, yeah, you know, I, I let my team do whatever. That's not a good leader either. Being aloof, meaning like, I let, I let them figure it out on their own. It's a good strategy in certain situations. It's a terrible strategy in other situations, right? Because it's all based on the individual. So I'd say great directors know how to keep a pulse on what's going on with the front lines because you're just one level removed. But they don't feel the need to jump in and solve all the problems. They know how to work with a person, coach the person just like they would a rep, but they coach them, hey, so, okay, you've got an issue. Tell me more. What do you think you should do? Great, go try it. You know, you inspect, 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 but you're able to remove yourself, you know, from a lot of the doing. But you still have to know that you've got to get in and get your hands dirty. Okay, VPs of sales. So now you're leading leaders or leading leaders of leaders, at this point, again, I'm all about the skill development piece. So you have all the same characteristics that I mentioned before, but I think really at the VP level, I'll tell you the one that I sucked at is you've got to be good at working with a lot of other diverse groups in the organization. Engineers think way different than marketers, than finance, etc. So if I'm a director, I want the if I'm hiring that first VP, that's why a lot of people again like fractional sales leadership. I feel like more and more organizations, and I'm not just saying this because this is what we do. It's why we have a lot of sales leaders that are going this way. More and more leaders should be hiring fractional sales leaders because this mix of skill sets that I'm talking about is very, very hard to find in one person. And, you, and, it, and, it, and it evolves very quickly. And the worst is when you hire that person, they're there for nine months and you have to fire them. And it's so disruptive. So the fractional route can be the right route for a lot of you in these bridge situations or to take you through one of these phases. But as a VP of sales, the extra layer of skill is how does this person work with non-sales departments? Because if they can build trust with people, they can come up with creative solutions to solve problems. Um, they are good at still inspecting and VPs of sales still need to go spot, inspect, inspect, inspect here. And they can play across departments. That is what I look for. And that's what I sucked at at my first VP of sales job. And it's why I, you know, eventually was replaced, right? I was eventually replaced because at the end of the day, I wasn't leveling up the way that I needed to, to take the company from, you know, a million in MRR to 10 million in MRR. Maybe I could have, I don't know, but I didn't do a very good job of building the mentorships and the networks, like I said, in the very beginning to get to that level. Right. And so, you know, that's on me. So that's my formula. So for a lot of you out there, whether you are thinking about how do I um, level up, what are the things I should look for in a VP of sales or a director or manager, or you are a frontline person, a manager, director, VP, and you want to get to that level, I just gave you the blueprint. So for anyone out there trying to grow their career, today has been a tactical one. Okay, Whether you are a growing company and you want to look for ways to scale, again, Stop thinking that sales is a special flower and can't scale with fractional resources like you do every other department, CFO, marketing, um, operations, you know, like part-time chiefs of staff, part-time COOs, fractional people at the right time 
is the 100% right. Or maybe you don't need a full-time sales operations person. Great. You need someone for 20 hours, but you don't want to go work with a one-off person. You want a company, right? That's why we do what we do at Scaled, right? So again, understand in today's world where there's a lot of uncertainty, there are a lot of different ways to scale. If you are going to hire full-time, follow the little blueprint I gave you, right? That's how you're going to find the best people. But you're also going to look for the same thing. And in, in maybe do I need a fractional leader who can help us to bridge a gap because we're somewhere in the middle and I don't know. I don't know if I need a, a director type or a manager or VP, then you shouldn't be hiring full-time for one, okay? So that's what's up, everyone. Hope that was helpful. Have a great rest of your week. Thank you everyone again for listening to another episode. If you are listening all the way to the end, I hope you have left a review. I hope that you make sure that you're following or subscribing on your favorite podcast listening apparatus. We'll be back next Thursday. And again, make sure to check out the Monday episodes as well too. A lot of people are really enjoying these kind of mini episode Mondays. So make sure to tune in, subscribe, and leave a review.